Hi everyone, welcome to the Lifestyles Medicine Podcast. This is Daniel Cho, President of Lifestyles Medicine. I'm here with Dr. George Cho, Clinic Director of Pathways to Wholeness Lifestyle Medicine Clinics in Toronto. And in our next two episodes, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus, or also known as COVID-19. And we're going to look at the coronavirus from a lifestyle medicine perspective. And uh, for this first episode, we're going to look at sort of the origins of the coronavirus. Uh, right now, you know, there's a lot of focus, uh, of course, on containment and uh, flattening the curve. And I'm sure that we've all been affected by it. But we're going to try to take a step back and kind of look at, you know, where, like, how do you get here in the first place? And where did this novel coronavirus come from? And, you know, what might lifestyle medicine have to say about that? So, Dr. Cho, can you share with us what do uh, experts currently think about the purported origins of the this novel coronavirus, and you know what does lifestyle medicine might uh, have to say about that? Yes, hello everyone. Uh, so the SARS-CoV-2 uh, virus, or the COVID-19 as it's known, is zoonotic in nature. Uh, that's Z-O-O, zoonotic, and basically what that means is basically it gets transferred to humans from animals, and so it's the same with MERS. Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, SARS, and COVID-19. These are all zoonotic in nature. If you look on the CDC website, uh, they, they say that it's likely that most of these are actually from bats. And so when, you look at the, when we look at the present-day pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, we have to ask ourselves, so how did, how did humans get it when it originates from bats? And right now, uh, various news agencies and even the CDC on their website, they suggest that likely this pandemic started from what are called wet markets in Wuhan, the city of Wuhan in Hubei province, China. So what is a wet market? Well, a wet market is basically a place, it's a market, but they actually sell live animals. Uh, And then so they either you buy the animals and you take it home live or they kill it right on the spot, right? And But the interesting thing is that uh, in these wet markets, wet markets, they're selling very exotic animals. So uh, there's been footage that's been released that shows very uh, exotic animals like even snakes and bats and uh, civet cats and so forth. Now, civet cats are very interesting because they were the um, bats. Uh, so civet cats are very interesting because uh, they were actually the uh, one of the the animals that kind of transferred the SARS virus to humans way back when they had the SARS outbreak. So these same animals are now in these wet markets. Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah. So it's lucky that um, that is through the wet markets and especially these animals that are at these wet markets. And the handling or the consumption of these animals that eventually led to uh, the COVID-19 virus being transferred over to humans from animals. So these wet markets are different from typical, like what we would think of markets, right? So we go to a, a supermarket and the, the meat we buy is, is, is dead, right? It's, it's been cut. Right. But in a wet market, like these are alive, so you kind of like point to that snake and you say, "Hey, I want this guy." Here. That's right. Yeah. 
cut I guess they butcher it on the spot or something like that exactly right? so like imagine like all the like it's how unsanitary uh, it is so like the blood you know all the uh, uh, the inner uh, liquids and fluids of the animal you know and also mm. in these wet markets they're often very tightly packed together so okay. like that's basically it's a cesspool it's a it's a breeding ground for uh, for um, viruses and so forth so you can very you can easily see how um, the consumption and handling of these animals can transfer uh, a virus that was originally in an animal over to humans it it's not a stretch the connection is very clear right okay so so from a lifestyle medicine perspective, why, uh, like, what do you try to get at then? Um, by mentioning that, you know, that this uh, current pandemic could have very likely arisen from basically a, a live meat market. Well, in lifestyle medicine, we promote healthy nutrition, and a big part of that is whole foods, plant-based nutrition. Lifestyle medicine encourages people to eat plants, uh predominantly plants or pretty much almost all plants and to stay away from animals altogether and so if more people would adopt that type of eating pattern then perhaps we could have avoided some of these uh these outbreaks uh that we're seeing uh, that we've seen over the past uh century and uh, most most recently this COVID-19 case because you generally don't see outbreaks originating from plants. You see it from animals. Right. Right. You said the, many of these, uh, uh, these recent uh, um, viruses that have had a pandemic character, they've arisen from, like they're zoonotic, right? So they transfer between animals to humans. Um, and when you think about like the H1N1 and the H5N1 and all these arose from um, you know, so in China, these are very exotic animals, right? That we're talking right, about. Right. That thing in North America, we wouldn't really think about eating bats, snakes, and civets, and these sorts of animals. But, but even when we think about poultry and swine, um, like these could also harbor uh, infections as well. Isn't that true? Well, that's why you mentioned H one N one. So there was a major pandemic in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Uh, no, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. And that was uh, called swine flu, and basically, um, the this virus had uh, is often found in pigs, mm-hmm. right? So it's likely that somehow it transferred from humans to pigs. You mentioned H five N one, which is often found in poultry. Mm-hmm. So when you pack all these um, birds together in a in a factory farm, then humans handling those birds um, then eventually eating those birds you can easily see how uh, these viruses can transfer over the h1n1 virus uh, the h1n1 pandemic the swine flu of uh, like a decade ago it had around 700 million cases is a lower estimate and approximately mm. wow. 150,000 deaths that's a low estimate Wow. So, yeah, so in North America, we can look at China and say, you know, well, we don't eat snakes, we don't eat bats, we don't eat civets, but we're eating a lot of pigs and we're eating a lot of a lot of chicken. 
So I think the basic the idea is, you know, if we just stay away from animals and just eat plants, we could really avoid a lot of these problems. I think that's basically the bottom line. Right. If we more of us eating uh, a plant based diet, then uh, presumably we wouldn't really have as many of these markets. We wouldn't have need of this much animal agriculture that we have today, and potentially that could hopefully reduce. These zoonotic infections. That's basically the point. That's that right? exactly the point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So that's it for this episode. Um, in our next episode, we're gonna look at how the current uh, uh COVID nineteen um, pandemic, um, how lifestyle medicine could really help reduce the effects uh, of the virus. So we hope that you could join us for that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope that you uh, subscribe and leave us a review and a comment. And、um, please do share this podcast with any friends or family you think can benefit from lifestyle medicine. Thank you, Dr. Cho, for joining us. And until next time, remember your lifestyle is medicine. Thank you. Bye.